Fine people, how is it going? Why do I put on this voice? That is not my real voice. Am I a fraud? Yes, indeed I am. Okay, podcast over. We figured out the real me. Fraud, a real prick. A true bastard. Welcome to the podcast. Now that we got that lovely intro, I just introduce myself in the nicest way possible. I went in heavy, I went in with a lot of compliments, and now here we are. It's me, Marquez. How's it going, random? Episode 131. Oh, Betsy. Almost at 132. That was the goal all along. Can we get to 132? 132 red bottles on the wall And 17 fell and then we drank them all The Irish version of that song Gibbering already I feel like it's too hot out Too hot to do anything really in LA It was boiling today I don't know how hot it was I might have still been hung over from the weekend Who knows? I don't really like Mondays or Tuesdays Purely because the hangover is still, slowly but surely, whittling its way out of me body like a pigeon being released from a magician's hat, but slowly like it's lost two wings and it cannot fly, and it's limp. That's how I would describe myself on a Monday or Tuesday, like a broken pigeon. Truly a broken pigeon, both mentally and physically. Broken soul is also broken uh, just a broken man, a heap of a man, really. But you know, you got to plan a facade of life's great. You know, you're eating beans over your sink, cold beans from the can. The clink of the spoon against the can reminds you that at least you're not in jail, I suppose. At least that's not the clink of jail bars. But still, you're eating beans and you're, uh, you're hungover and your brain has been like, oh, we've given up. You've used all your serotonin for the week. Go on away now and fuck off. You ruined it for yourself and you've only yourself to blame. And you'd be like, no, come on, please save me serotonin. Come back to me. Come back to me. Like a wife that's ran away with the kids. Like a wife that's ran away with the neighbor. Billy the Butcher. Oh, Billy the Butcher. How could you steal me wife, Cynthia? Cynthia Sybil Hayes. How could you take Cynthia Sybil Hayes away from me, Billy the Butcher? You used to be best friends. You used to be me, me mate, man. You <laughs> used to supply me with meat. Not in the sexual dogging way. It wasn't like you said, come on, I'll meet you in my fiesta down in the woods after dark. You can have all the meat you want. No, Billy the Butcher. You were a good man at one point. And you supplied me with chicken sausages and chicken and uh, pork sausages and any kind of sausages, really. That was your main forte sausage. They used to call you the sausage man. Billy the Butcher, a.k.a. the sausage man, a.k.a. meat, me anywhere for meat. Trademarked was your slogan. And you stole my wife, Billy. You stole her. Cynthia Sybil Hayes. You took her because you promised her meat galore. Not the shitty meat you used to serve me, but the good meat, the high-end meat that you used to give to private chefs. And now you stole her away, and you're not even giving her the good meat. Huh, Billy? You regret it. So does she. Maybe you'll come back. That's what it's like with my serotonin levels on a Monday and a Tuesday. And then on a Monday and a Tuesday, I say, ah, sure, no more booze. Come on now, we've had enough. How long have we been going boozing now? 
Oh, it's been every weekend since the beginning of time. Okay, cool. This is definitely the week, though. You know, we're going to settle down now and do something productive. No more boozing. No more boozing. Let's take fun out of our lives. But then it's summer all the time here. It feels like it's summer forever in L.A. And then Wednesday comes along and I have my show and then it's a good laugh. And then people are there and they're buying me booze. And I'm like, ah, sure, go on. I'm a weak man. Plus the booze is out of my system. It's left. And my wife, a.k.a. serotonin, has returned to me. Like the good wife that she is, she came back for me. And uh, she promised this time it'll be different. This time I got you, baby. And little did I know that she's going to be lying to me. She's going to leave me again on Sunday. But, you know, I'm a dumb man. Dumb man. And I'll, uh, I'll believe her. I'll take her back. Come on home. Get into the bed there, love. Can I make you a cup of tea? Why? Because I like abuse. That's how I get stuff done. Give me a compliment. I'll go, why are you lying to me, you fuck? Why would you lie to me just like that? Are you trying to annoy me with a compliment, huh? Brushes off my back. You insult me, I'm like, oh, there we go. Oh, there we go now. That feels lovely. You you know me best. You know me better than anyone, anyone at all. And it's also very hot in LA, so that's why the levels might be low. And I'm punishing myself now by doing a podcast on Tuesday, the 16th of July. And that's what you want to hear when you've tuned into a podcast. When the host says, I'm doing this despite myself. Punishment for having a good time. I'm going to force myself. And that's what you really want when it comes to, to love and to podcast. You want it to be forced. You want it to be a false hope you want it to be fake and just pushed put on pushed into reality like a newborn baby that's way too soon to be born it shouldn't be born at all to be honest you should never have had the baby you and cynthia sybil tried to fix the marriage by having a baby and by christ was that baby not loved because you didn't love each other and you didn't love yourselves and that's the key the key is self-love isn't that right you gotta self-love both mentally and physically so make sure you masturbate if you listen to the podcast go out there now and you start the day every day with a little masturbation you're off to a flyer can't leave it too late in the day or sure you'll get nothing done you won't go out at night you'll be like what's the point of going out i came there's no point to me going if i came Sorry, I can't see your birthday. I can't make your birthday. Maybe next year. Maybe next year I won't. Uh, I won't. Uh, I won't masturbate 24 minutes before your birthday. I'm sorry, I shouldn't have masturbated. But now I've lost my energy. I just, I, I wouldn't mind sitting at home. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Maybe next year. I just won't masturbate. I'll try and masturbate 45 minutes at least. Maybe I can rebuild up the energy and then we're good to go and then I'll be at the birthday. But I'm sorry, Cynthia Sybil. I know you're my wife. We have this child, Toby. <laughs> oh, Toby the child. Hello, little Toby. You were talking of ill love. It is kind of very hot. I feel like maybe that's why people in LA ghost each other so much. Because it's just too hot outside to really care. 
You're just like, ah, fuck it. Who cares about manners? Who cares about anything? Ghost. Let's go. If you don't know what ghosting is when you're texting someone and they disappear. You never hear from them again. You think, oh, we're on here. I like this person. She likes me. You're on here. You're on to see me. And then they're like, yeah, let's definitely meet up. And then you never, ever hear of them again. And you're like, oh, dancing. Oh, delightful. Oh, thank you very much. You just disappear. Maybe the first ghost was just someone back in the old days. And someone was dodging them. And they were like, Tony, where have you been? I haven't seen you in a while. And uh, Tony was like, oh, I'm a ghost. Tony's dead. And you'd be like, what? I thought after we made love, you were into me. No, I died. I'm a ghost now. And that was the original ghost. And it's pretty dumb. I should really delete this podcast and start over. I should not let that into the world. But there we go. It's out there into the world. Um, I should ghost myself. I can understand why people ghost me. It always it irks me for a while. Especially if I'm superficial. You is a beautiful woman. And really slaves beautiful woman. Like unreal. Jesus gorgeous. Was hitting me up. Trying to come to a show. Wasn't in town, but was coming back to town. Very keen. Wanted to go boozing. Always a good sign. Boozing, schmoozing. And then day of the show disappeared. Never heard again. Still alive. <clears throat> I see her on Instagram. Funny enough, she still follows me. <laughs> That's the best part when they just don't really care. And it's too hot to care, so fuck it. I tip my hat. I have a buddy before and he gave me a great uh, way to accept stuff like that. Like there was another girl before and she hit me up to come to a show. And then at the show, she's so hot too. And that's, that's where I I forget that hot people are idiots. Especially hot, beautiful women. They'll fool me. They'll fool us all, you know. Here's a simple trick. If you ever want to find the person of your dreams to marry or settle down with, uh, just become very hot. If <laughs> you can become very hot, it can happen. And you might be like, oh, but no, I'll never be hot. You could actually be very hot, even if you're ugly right now. If you worked out a load, guy, you could become ugly head, big rip body, you'll find someone better. If you became the best version of yourself, that's what I realized. You can find the person in your dreams. And even if that person's shit, well, here, you might be a shithole too. You're superficial, so you deserve each other. That's all you have to do, become very hot, and then you can fool me. But you have to be hot, hot. You have to be a 10. That's how I get fooled. Otherwise, I'm not as fooled. Um, until eventually, until after sex. And then the sperm shoots out, and the truth shoots in, and you're like, oh, I don't like this girl at all. whoops a day, <laughs> whoops a daisy Whoopsie-whoopsie. That's what I like to say, the whoopsie-whoopsie. The whoopsie-whoopsie by mistake. Oh, whoopsie-whoopsie. I thought I liked you, but whoopsie whoopsie. No, sorry, Bob. 
And if you do say whoopsie whoopsie after sex, then um, there's a good chance it won't happen again either way. So it's a good way to get out. It's like, I don't like cuddling. So sometimes after sex, I'll tell the girl, uh, oh, I hope my wife doesn't come home anytime soon. <laughs> I'd love to do that, actually. Oh, Jesus. What time is Cynthia back? And she's like, who's Cynthia? Trying to get all cuddly. I'd be like, oh, my wife. Didn't tell you that, no? She'd be like, what? I'd be like, oh, yeah, I'm married. Yeah, this is an affair. I taught you knew. I taught you knew. Little did I know you didn't. Whoopsie, whoopsie. <laughs> That's a double whoopsie, whoopsie. Huh? I kind of fucked up there now. I should have let you know. <clears throat> but I didn't because I forgot. I was horny. Please, God, now you'll ghost me. I realized, whoopsie, whoopsie. The truth shot in <clears throat> as the sperm shot out. Sorry for shooting into your eye. The truth shot into my brain. So we're, we're one for one. And uh, hopefully the wife doesn't come home now while you're still in bed. Oh, you're getting ready? Oh, you're very angry? You're not talking to me? Okay. But yeah, there's this other girl. It was weird. It just hit me up for shows, but then they're like, not come. That's what, I feel like that's the epidemic. The problem with really hot girls like tens. They have a weird desire to lie up to the very last minute. Oh, the, the, their needs to be desired, maybe be like, oh, I'm coming to the show. I'll be on the way. Can you put me on the guest list? I'm coming to a show. I'm coming to a show. And then they'll never show up and they'll never say anything till five months later. They'll be like, hey, it, it's a me. <laughs> hey, it's me, the ghost. The ghost of Christmas past. The ghost of summer past. Depending on how hot they are, if they're 10, I'll be like, oh, how's it going? Oh, welcome back to the party. Thanks for coming back there now. We thought we lost you. That just goes to prove, people, we're all losers in some way. And if we can't be losers, then we're dancing. If you're not a loser, congratulations. But I feel like if you're listening to this, you are a loser, so congratulations. You found one of your own. We're all losers in different levels, but there we go. We're all the same. Just like celebrities. Uh, living in LA, I've realized something about celebrities, and that's, they're just like us. They're the same as us people. Sad and horny. <laughs> just like us all. Sad and horny, except they're also rich and loved by thousands and millions, and you're not, but you're sad and horny like them. So that's what you have in common. The next time you're sad and horny, be like, I am a celebrity, but <laughs> Masturbate off in front of the mirror and be like, I'm a celebrity, motherfucker. Why? I'm sad and horny. People didn't think it was possible, but I can do it. I'm going to go ghost people. But yeah, if you can become, if you can just be hot, you'll find the person of your dreams. That's what I think. Uh, because if you follow that bit of advice then you're a fucking clown and the person you find will be good enough for you if not too good so you know this isn't really an advice podcast but take as you want take the advice and run with it who told you this advice why are you divorcing me i was listening to a fucking idiot on the podcast some irish guy i don't know if his accent's real or what's going on with him but he said to just follow my lead what was the lead? I don't know. He said he on him while he was talking, so I kind of tuned out. But 
He said I could do better, which I didn't even say at all. But you've misheard me now, so I'm going to go new advice. You can always do better. That's the L.A. way to... You can always do better than what you currently have. So, you know, always be looking around the corner, looking ahead, never be present, never be in the moment, never be happy because you never know. You could be happier. There could be hotter, sounder, richer, nicer, uh, better at sex, just around the corner. So you never, you might meet your soulmate. What if there's two soulmates out there? What if you have two souls? You got a Gemini soul inside you. You never know. What if you're reincarnated? The first soulmate was for the wrong person. Basically, never settle. Just always be happy. Who called it being married? Settle down. You're settling down. You're not. You're not reaching above. So never settle down. You don't. Wanna, you don't want to outdo. You don't want to fuck yourself over. You don't want to fuck up future use hopes and future and career and love. By settling now, why would you settle? Just keep looking. Keep on the endless path. Life isn't about the journey. It's the destination. It's the end game. So who cares if you're miserable all the way through the destination? Each step at a time, just more and more misery. Because you can never be happy. Because what if happiness is further up the street? Don't ever forget that. And keep going. And then you'll eventually run out of spirit and hope and prospects and you'll keep going and then you'll end up alone and you'll die. And there's the destination that we're all going to. So we're all ending up at the same place. So, you know, you never know. <laughs> Imagine you took advice from me from all that. You know, you never know. That's the way for the love game. You might as well go go someone. Why not go boozing? That's what I'll say to myself tomorrow. Why not go boozing? Sure, we're all going to die anyway. Why not have a booze? What's the point? There's no need to be spiritual. On this path, we're all dying anyway. You might as well go go someone. Go on, it's the summer. Enjoy yourself. Ghost it up. Ghosted up people, that person you like, ghost for dear life. Why not? Who cares about them? Who really cares? Because no one really does, I feel. Not in LA anyway. In LA, everyone's a nice old prick. A nice little prick to each other. So why not be a prick? You might as well, if everyone else is doing it, why not be the same? Go on, go someone today. Oh, here's how you can justify. If you ever get ghosted, my buddy told me this phrase, and it's good. <clears throat> and he said, ah, that's just game tax. <laughs> and that's, if you think about it that way, it's, it's true. Sometimes you have to pay a little bit of tax. Sometimes you can't just keep spending the money. You got to get charged for it. You got ghosted. Cool. That serves you right. <laughs> Which is way easier to take. If you just think about like, ah, it's nothing really, even though it is very personal. Because the person's like, oh, I don't actually like her. Oh, I was using you as a stepping stone because I actually liked this other person who wasn't replying to me. But since you started texting and we were texting and I was pretending to be into you, I actually got the old um, 
cut the old text off the person that I did like and goodbye. I'm going to do to him what he was doing to you or what I was doing. You know what I mean? There we go. That's game text. Sometimes you got to be like, okay, it's usually a 10. <laughs> it's usually someone who's very attractive. And you can project onto their Mona Lisa painting. It's it's honestly too too hot in LA for anything. Um. So, yeah, you just gotta just pay the game tax. Don't be down about it. Don't be down at all. You'll be dancing. If there's a game tax, that's that'll keep you sane. I feel in this heat, that'll keep you sane to the brim. And if you can't. Tell yourself it's game tax. Then just be like, oh, it's the weather. The weather is sad. Too hot. Seasonal adjustment disorder. You know the one. Just make up an excuse to please your brain. Blame spirituality. Blame religion. Do what you ever need. Just blame anyone but yourself. Because it's definitely not you, huh? It's definitely not that they found out from someone, oh, he's a prick. (laughs) You shouldn't talk to him. Yeah, you should stay away from that prick. Oh, I saw him post on um, I saw him post uh, on Instagram a face app. Did you see that thing where everyone's posting about them looking old? Yeah, I saw him post a picture and he looked horrendous in his old age. So get out now while you. <laughs> that app is too depressing. It's called Face App. If you don't know what it is, it, uh, it makes you look seventy. And it's kind of freaky how good it is at just taking a normal picture and aging you to maybe look realistic. Who knows? Who knows what you're going to look like? But it's also depressing because you can look haggard. And now you're meant to be like, oh, cool. That's what I'm going to look like when I die. Nice. I'm going to be fucking an ugly old man. Cool. One age gracefully. Thank you. Extra wrinkly. Cool. I guarantee you, too, like, um, a lot of people in L.A., where it seems to be very popular at the moment today, will do the face app, see what they look like when they're older, freak the fuck out, and then go and get Botox. So maybe it's a Botox scam. Have we been thinking about that, people? Maybe it's a scam. Maybe the government are doing it because they want more people spending money on Botox. That's just an Irish uh, conspiracy theory. Not saying it's true, but what if? <laughs> That's what I love about conspiracists. Here's what I'm going to present to you. What if? There you go. And then you can just go on YouTube and watch a video coming like, is the, is the face app a Botox scam? There's going to be a video. And then you're going to be like, oh, that's compelling evidence. That's compelling evidence. And they, they made some religious quotes. They, they made some religious references to the face app, to the Botox, to Agent Gressley. How Jesus died for our sins and how we were sinning because we were caring what we look like. Oh, that's so true. That's so true. The face app is a fucking, it's a conspiracy. The government, the Botox giants of the world. And now everyone in LA is depressed because they know what they look like. And they're going to see and they're thinking about dying <laughs> and death. And they used to be happy just thinking about ghosting people and being single for the summer and pumping away, pump, pump. And now it's dead and uh, we've got an infinite time left on Earth because we know the final destination. 
spirituality and religion they can't save us i feel like someone did um an astrology map chart for me and where they're like we need to know where you live or where you're born the coordinates and the time and all this and then they give you a chart about your suns and your moons and it's like it sounds like gobbledygook but then i was reading it and it was all very accurate but then i was like huh, maybe the person just wrote it very accurately for me because they can see a lot of stuff on my instagram but then it's like, what if it's not? Because that's a lot more accurate than any religious bullshit I've ever read. There are more parables and stuff, but this like nails your personality, what you like. It even nails my body figure type. And I was like, huh, this is suspicious. Is spirituality and all that fucking, what's it called? Horoscopes more accurate than religion? Are these crazy people? not crazy at all maybe it's just the branding maybe religion is like coca-cola and then spirituality is like pepsi i don't drink either them anymore but if that's if pepsi tasted better but coca-cola was much more popular and everyone just talked coca-cola was number one but really it was pepsi stunningly bad analogy there for you now but you know maybe spirituality is pepsi and religion is coke coke that you sniff through your nose maybe you know no maybe religion is adderall adderall that someone has dumped on a plate at an after party and by mistake you thought it was sugar and you licked it and now you're off your tits and you're like why would anyone have a plate of sugar at a party at four in the morning, why would they spill sugar on the plate? And, oh, that sugar has done something to me. I'm going to lick some more of the sugar. Was someone eating donuts? What's happening? Why am I talking so much? Why am I off my tits? I think I have the answer to religion and spirituality. Something fell. Don't know what it is. Sign from God. Shut up. Maybe God's like, oh, I hear you talking. You've cracked the code. Go back to talking about fucking being hungover. Go back to talking about dating, ghosting. I feel like the best way to date someone, the most ideal thing would be to date someone who's too busy to see you. Then you got the comfort. It's like long distance relationships. You got the comfort. Oh, I'm not alone. Even though I've never seen this person. Then they're always there and you're chilling. You're like, oh, I'd love to see you, but you know, I can't. <laughs> I'm busy with work and whatnot. And they'll be like, what's the whatnot part? And you'll be like, ah, fuck it, whatnot. It is what it is. More plateaus, get jargon, gibbering. Yeah, I'd love to see you, but I'm just so busy, you know. Too busy for you. Yeah, I know I'm always out on my Instagram. You'll see me always out and about and... Yeah, I'm always with my friends and different people. I'm not too busy with them. But, you know, now that we're dating, I'm too busy for you. I'd love to, but I'm too busy. Too busy. Yeah, I gotta go to church. Can you come? No, it's more of a spirituality thing. I gotta do it solo. That, to me, would be the ideal relationship. I don't know about you people, but long distance, maybe. Someone very busy, successful, can't be seen. And you just be like, cool. At least we have each other, huh? Is that better, God, if you're listening? Here's something. How is Starbucks still a popular thing? We go to this coffee bean here in L.A. A lot of comedians go there. 
it's on Sunset by Fairfax. I've been going over for years now. When I first came to LA, I used to go there because I just didn't know where to go and I used to just hang out there <clears throat> like a loser, talking to losers. And there's a lot of crazy homeless people there. So it's been here for ages and they're closing it because the 10 year lease they had was up and uh, Coffee Bean is moving and they're putting in a Starbucks. And that mightn't seem like a lot to any of you people, but here's why you're not coffee connoisseurs in the cheap coffee market. Because if you were, you would know Starbucks is fucking horrendous. If you ever forget what water tastes like, drink a Starbucks coffee. <laughs> there you'll have the wateriest piece of shit of your life. And um, I'm very upset because we hang out there twice a day. Comedians have a lot of time during the day. We go there before shows. We have a little coffee, get a little, get a little spurt. I was meant to meet them half an hour ago, but you know, I said I'd do the podcast because i got to punch myself, people. You have to be punishing yourself. That's the rule of a hangover if you're Irish. And me, in particular, you got to be... My favorite part of hangover is, do you ever, like, sit around and just literally sit around and regret stuff that you did drunk, <clears throat> and then you find out a week later, oh, I didn't even do that stuff. So. <laughs> oh, I didn't even do that. No, it was all in my head. Cool. Ah, sure, I was fucking, I, I didn't sleep there in four, <laughs> I didn't have sleep for four days, because I thought I was fucking, did that dumb thing, ah, oh, I just made it all up to punish myself, nice, thank you, thanks brain, thanks God in my brain, thanks brain God, nice one for fucking me up there, brain God, you know, oh, you really got me with sleepless nights, we looked like shit, we aged like that face app aged us, not gracefully, because we couldn't sleep. We were sleeping in cold sweats, because you're like, fuck, did I do that thing? Christ, what am I doing? No, I shouldn't do it again. And it didn't even happen. And you were trying to, you were trying to be a good person during that time. And now you're like, what was the point? I didn't even do it. Didn't even... What else? Is a dumb thought? Starbucks, water... Um... <clears throat> Oh, here's a really dumb thought. I, I imagine once I say this dumb thought, people are going to turn off. They're going to be like, all right, we gave him, we gave him 30 minutes. That's enough. Who called it the male G-spot and not the clitter ass? Now there's a great point to ask yourselves and others. Be like, why isn't it called the clitter ass? Your G-spot's in your anus. Do you know that, men? A lot of guys will be like, that's gay. Apparently... Apparently, it should have been called the clitoris. You got to fiddle the clitoris if you want to hit the G-spot. We really messed up there, guys. We really messed up. Whoever's name of things, fucked up. Um, Just a thought. Didn't say it had to be a good thought. Oh, I almost had a cross-dressing origin story during the week. Close enough. I always am asleep, usually when FedEx show up. They never show up in time. Obviously, it's FedEx. We'll be here between 11 and 22. <laughs> okay. But I went to FedEx the other day. And uh, I was standing in there, I swear, for fucking 25, 30 minutes. I was the only person in there. I was like, is this meant to be open? Where is everyone? Eventually, this dude pops his head over the back office. And he's like sweating or something, or he's crying, and he just goes, 
my wife is breaking up with me. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. This is the same one where I saw a woman like walking over her invisible son, holding her invisible son's hand. She's like, oh, this fucking FedEx is psychotic. Super. Um, and then I got my parcel. Another guy came and he was like, we're okay. I'll just get it for you. Like he'd been on his break or something. I get the package. I run home like I'm Charlie in the chocolate factory. Waving the package in the air. It's the golden ticket, fellas. Ladies and gents, it's the golden ticket. I get home. It's this shirt that I bought. That I'm like, I don't even know if I'm going to like this shirt. Then I get home and they sent me a mini skirt. I was like, huh? What? Did I get drunk in order a mini skirt? I phoned them up and they were like, oh, that's a weird fucking mistake. I was like, it sure is. And they were like, well, we've only one left in the shirt you want. And I was like, okay, just send me the shirt. I'll send you back the skirt. They're like, no, we'll have to, you send us back the skirt. We'll process the refund. Then we'll send you the other shirt as long as it's not sold out. And it was on sale. And I was like, you dirty fucks. So then I bought the shirt again. So now and the shirt arrived. And I've been too lazy to return the miniskirt. And now I'm fucked. Now the miniskirt's going to be there. I'll come home drunk one night. And I'll be like... What's up? How does a miniskirt look like? <laughs> Just walking around my house wearing a miniskirt, being like, oh, so these were my legs were made for skirts. Not shorts, but skirts. Then people are going to be like, so, Mark, how'd you get into cross dressing? And I'll tell them the story. And then they'll be like, you didn't offer the guy who was getting dumped at FedEx. You didn't say, are you okay or anything? You're a real prick, huh? And I'll be at a cross-dressing party in some hotel, seedy hotel, sitting there with my wig, fake boobs, lipstick on, because I've gone full hog now, people. I've committed to the cross-dressing life. High heels, boob tube, is that what it's called? Tank top, no, boob tube. Surely it is a more normal noise than that. Name, Jesus can't even talk. And I'll say, hey, fuckers. I didn't come to this cross-dressing party to be given out to, okay? This is my one time. The wife is away. I want to have a bit of fun. <laughs> I want to have some fun. Can you just let me have fun? And then I'll uncross my legs. My dick will fall out of my miniskirt. And I'll say, see what you made me do? Now I'm out of character. <laughs> now, God, why? Why? I'll never come here again. Get out of my way. I'm leaving this. Someone call me an Uber. I can't find my purse. Call me an Uber. Come on to God. Call me an Uber. And that's all because they sent me the wrong fucking thing. So you got to be careful, people. Whoopsie, whoopsie. You got to be wide out there. It's a tough world. So you never know when you might become a cross-dresser. You never know who's going to ghost you. Just remember game tax. Name of the game. Life is good, though, people. <laughs> I love when people say that. Life is good. Life is good. Oh, it's a grand life. Actually, this week should be a good laugh. I'm doing shows all over the country. Kind of. I got Laugh Factory in Las LA. Las LA. 
Wednesday, San Diego, Thursday, Laugh Factory, Friday, New York, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Buy coastal people, if you're in any of those places, come to shows. Come along, check my Instagram, at the Marquez. I'm doing the stand-up NY, stand-up New York, on Saturday in with Jack Whitehall. So that should be a hoot. And then I think we're doing other shows Sunday and Monday. And then Tuesday and Wednesday, I'm doing shows in New York, but like not in the city with Michael Rappaport. So check me Instagram, ye whores. Come on out. Just don't be too creepy. That's all I say. Just uh, creepy people sending me. People still on Instagram are fucking sending me just the weirdest stuff. Uh, it's insane. And now I realized one person is just sending me paragraphs and paragraphs and paragraphs of fucking gibberish going on about master, master, master. And it's just like, ah, uh, at the start, they always get trying to be guilt tripped. They're like, I'm just lonely. Sorry for sending you poems. I'm trying to date someone. I don't know what the fuck they're on about. And they write so much. I'm just like, jeez, there are other people out there. I'm going to have to block this person because it's definitely a fake account too. Um, so just don't be a psycho. It's funny too. I'm talking to... Uh, I was going to buy something off Craigslist. Um, and there's this woman. And she's like... <laughs> she's just sending me pictures someone on craigslist i was gonna buy something and then this woman's just like she named th- things she was like oh her name is blue you want to buy blue it's like what <laughs> you better respect her she's only going to a good home i was like so i know i'm engaged with her because i was like oh this person's nuts and she just sent me a, a message saying because I didn't reply because I started doing this podcast. She was like, I rescind my offer. <laughs> I do not want to sell to you because you did not show adequate interest. And I was like, oh, just doing doing some work here. I was going to reply. And she's like, are you a flake? And it's my birthday. And she, she sent me a picture. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, Craigslist. Good old Craigslist. Haven't been on in a while. It reminds me of one time I was a uh, <clears throat> some girl phoned my phone wrong number and who I don't know who she was looking for a fucking Dylan or something. She's like Dylan, come over. And I was like, ah, oh, wrong number. And she's like, just come, Dylan. It's happening. The foursome. And I was like, ha. Huh? She was like, is this Dylan? I'm looking for Dylan. I was like, no, it's not Dylan. She's like, you don't want to be part of a foursome. <laughs> and I was like, who is this? She's like, you sound kind of hot. You want to come over and afford some? And I was like, where? What can afford some? Is it? <laughs> She's like, there are three guys. Three guys. Just two here. You're just going to train me. <laughs> You're going to run a train on me. And I was like, oh, that sounds lovely, huh? She's like, what do you look like? You sound hot. Send a picture. Now that's... Imagine I had, if only I was on drugs. It was like a Monday, I think, around noon. And I was like, okay, I'll be right over. <laughs> Went over to a random house to do a run a train on a girl. There she was like, are you Dylan? I was like, certainly is. It's me, Dylan. 
It's me, old Dilly Boy. Dilly Boy McGee, what are we up to? Running trains on me. Cool, I'm so happy I'm doing a, a daytime foursome with randomers. Hey chaps, how's it going over there? Yeah, I know I said I was telling, but it's not. It was just the wrong number she called, but hey, this is convenient, huh? All of us together. Happy days for the boys in green. Um, Alright, that's it. That's the end. That was like that time I was apartment hunting. And by mistake, I went to the wrong house. And I walked in. And it was a brothel. But I didn't cop on because I was hungover. And the girl was like... I was like, oh, I'm here about the room. And she was in lingerie. And I was like, oh, this is weird. She's like, yeah, baby. I'll show you the room. Just put your money on the table. And I thought she was on about deposit for the room. And I was like, wait, I want to see the room first. She was like, yeah, put the money on the table, baby. And I was like, no, I got to see the room first. I'm not just paying you money up front. She was like, come on, baby. And she took out a tit instead of coming at me. Tit, tit towards my face. And I was just like. Wow, they're a nice boob, but what's happening? What? Your selling point is your boobs? I don't want this apartment if your boobs all the time. I'd, what's happening? She's like, baby, put the money on the table. I'll show you a good time. And I was like, what? Is this 511? She's like, wire? No. It's 501. I was like, ah, I got the wrong fucking house. Meant to be looking at apartments and then by mistake. Is that a brothel? If it's just one woman on her own in an apartment. Who knows, people? I don't have the definition of a brothel right here with me. Someone did ask me the other day if I've ever been to a brothel and that was the only time I was like, huh, maybe, by mistake. And they were like, how do you go there by mistake? And I said, well, here you go. I told them the story, and they never replied. They ghosted me, and there we go. We brought a full circle. We've done it, guys. We've really done it. That's it. Goodbye. We did it. Wow, punishment for both me and you. You're welcome. Uh, hit me up. Instagram, at the Marquez. Twitter, at Trickadoo. Snapchat, at Trickadoo. Go buy my books, Random, Random, and Predom. Check out YouTube series, Random. Come to a show if you're in L.A., San Diego, or New York this week. We did it. We really did it, guys. Oh, I've been getting a lot of Venmos recently, too. Good work, people. Sending me money to write sex poems. Like a lot of money. So keep it coming. The poems will keep flowing. Marquez won. Marquez, the number one, is my Venmo. So if you're a fan of the podcast, also leave a review. Be like, this motherfucker, what a waste of my time. Five stars, thank you. I took his advice, my wife left me with the kids and the butcher. Bastard. That's the kind of review I want. All right, people, goodbye. Good talk, 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 good talk,